Hello, welcome to The Totally Well Show. I'm your host, Joyce Strong. The Totally Well Show is a place where we get curious, ask questions, and explore everything to do with health, wellness, fitness, and all the things it takes to help you live the highest quality, most fulfilling life. I'm here today with Pamela DuSalt. Hi, Pamela. Hello. I'm so excited to get to know you. Thank you, me too. Um, Pamela is an intuitive counselor. She is the founder of the REAP Method, R-E-A-P, REAP Healing Method, and we're going to talk a little bit more about that to, um, to dig deeper. She's a shamanic practitioner. You can find Pamela at PassageToInnerJoy.com and learn more about the REAP Healing Method at REAP healing.com and you can also find those um, same titles on Facebook as pages so uh, check her out like her page um, uh, reap um, stands for remote energetic alignment process <laughs> all right well I'm gonna have to ask you some questions about that but before we do that because yes. we're in Groton on the Groton channel I always like to let people know how I found you. Yep. Um, you're from Groton. I am. I am. And I lived in Groton for about 20 years. And so I think we had kids at school at the same time. Well, I think we yeah. did too, yeah. And, yep. and um, Ashley and, uh, knows one of your... Joey. Joey, yeah. Yep. So, so welcome home. Yes, I know. <laughs> it's good to be home. It's fun to be back in, in the building yeah. after all this time. So... so in general, the type of work you do sounds like what I think of in general as energy. It is. Is that what it is? It's, it's very much um, energetically based. Okay. So, the, well, the intuitive counseling part is it's pretty self-explanatory. Um, I use my intuition, but I also use my psychic abilities. Um, mm -hmm. They're pretty much interchangeable. I think most people are comf more comfortable with the word intuition, mm -hmm. um, but they kind of work together the same to help counsel people. Um, and that's kind of on a one-on-one -on -one basis. Mm -hmm. The healing part of it, well, that can be healing in and of itself, as, as you well know with, with coaching and such. The healing um, part of it, the specific energy healing part of it, um, does very much use energy. Mm -hmm. um, I call it energy medicine. There's also energy psychology, mm -hmm. but we can get into that in a little bit with when we talk more about REAP. But yeah, energy is everything pretty much yeah. with what I do. So. And, and what we are. <laughs> yeah, and what we absolutely is what we are made up of. Yeah. Right. So I'd like to get a little sense of what, how you got into this or how this, um, how you became aware even of this. Oh, yes. Yeah. Well, as a child, I always kind of could feel other people's emotions and, and that kind of thing. Today we call them empaths, right? Yeah. Extra sensitive um, children and adults. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, I kind of just didn't really do much with it um, until I was kind of forced into an aware awareness, mm -hmm. where I had, um, I did have an experience. I call it like a divine intervention, mm -hmm. where I actually heard some things, and it was undeniable I couldn't mistake 
what was happening, um, other than the fact that I might be going crazy, <laughs> um, which I did check on, trust me. But I was wondering about uh, that, it, if you challenged your own. Yeah, thing. yeah. Um, but I, um, so I looked more into what I was experiencing, the divine intervention, what was happening, why I was hearing helpful information and, and um, things like that. And I, it just opened this door to all this, these other people and other groups and other ways of seeing and being and understanding things from an intuitive, spiritual perspective. And I just knew that I, I kind of belonged mm -hmm. in that. Um, and so from there, it just, everything, I just kind of expanded into it and I, I couldn't stop learning. You know, I just wanted to know more and more and more. So that's, that's kind of how it began. And it was actually very interesting because I, I was actually in the, I, I would say the corporate field. Um, and I remember loving everything that I was learning so much and thinking, oh, I wish I could make, somehow make this my career. Mm -hmm. And little things started happening and lining up that was, it was almost like I was meant to do this as my career. It wasn't just something that I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And um, things like, I, I'd been with the company for almost uh, 19 years and I had been laid off. And at that point, I knew I could collect severance and um, of course some unemployment and go back to school because I also wanted to learn massage therapy. Mm -hmm. So that's, I have that in my background as well. Mm -hmm. and, and I did, and then everything just continued to flow in this direction like so organically for me to be able to do what I do. So, wow. yeah. I hear that from so many people, yeah. a similar kind of story that just, uh, it, it's like when, the, when the, um, the student is ready, the teacher appears, uh -huh. that kind of thing. Yeah. That, um, it's always been there. And yeah. You just had to step into it. Right. Yeah. Right. Wow, that's great. Yeah, yeah. So going from that, from being really a student, uh, uh, an observer then, a student, and then founding your own technique, that mm. is a huge leap. Yeah, it is, you know, because... A, a reap leap. Yeah, a reap, it is, <laughs> it is. Um, what transpired was it, it, because I was highly intuitive, or I am highly intuitive, um, during an actual session, I was doing um, a distant healing session, and, and I, I'm a Reiki master teacher, so I also taught Reiki and, and had learned Reiki. Is this like Reiki? This is like Reiki. It's similar. Okay. Um, Reap is very similar. And in the process of doing this, <clears throat> excuse me, distant healing, um, more information was coming out. I was picking up, <clears throat> excuse me, information about stories that were kind of being held in their energy, mm -hmm. um, where it was being held. Um, I, was, I was receiving some guidance mm -hmm. about what to do 
in that particular area. Mm -hmm. So the whole time I was doing this healing, I was, you know, writing notes. I was taking notes down about what was going on and 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 how I was sort of being guided to do this work. And so I just thought it was something that was coming through for me. I didn't think it was anything really, um, you know, big like Reiki or specific. I just thought, okay, this might be just this one-time thing with this person. And then I, as I continued to do my work with other people, more of that was coming out. And it was getting clear that I was really being guided to share this and to do this work. Um, eventually over time, and it was the success, you know, the, the, the clients loved it. Eventually over time, um, I felt very much guided to share it. Mm -hmm. So I had started putting it together um, in a structured format, much more structured, mm -hmm. um, to be able to teach other people the method. And, and they wanted to learn it. They enjoy it and so it goes mm -hmm. yeah and that's how I found you through um, having a, a session with Karen Campbell yes and uh, she introduced me to the method and to you mm -hmm. and um, can can you tell me a little bit about what goes on with in in this case with me we were in the same room yeah but it can be done it can be done in the same room but it can be done over distance too okay so the does the word remote it does the word remote doesn't necessarily mean we're in separate places right is that true it is true okay it is true it, you can be in separate places i mean be. i've had clients in singapore and australia um, and you know, in London mm -hmm. and such such places where, you know, it was still happening, it was still working. Mm -hmm. Even in person, you can consider it remotely because it's kind of like the practitioner is. Um, I'm going to say, like, kind of going into the client's body in a way, mm -hmm. and reading it like picking up on on certain things but again there are, I just want to back up so reap is um, made up of three main components intuition energy medicine and energy psychology mm -hmm. okay so all those things kind of play into it but there is a um, structured format or, or guideline, but it's it's really much more structured, where you're looking at the body body's organs mm -hmm. and systems. So you're it's body based. It's very much in the body, mm -hmm. um, and this might be whereas Reiki is kind of you're taking universal life force energy and mm -hmm. and giving it out um, with Reap. You're kind of di almost diagnosing, and mm -hmm. I'm, I say that very lightly. Yeah, it's not a medical diagnosis. Right, it's not we a medical diagnosis. Yeah. Legally, we can't. Right, no, right. Like that, yeah. Um, but you're you're kind of over. You're looking over what's going on in the body, and you're doing it by 
feeling what's happening in your own body at the same time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's how you know. And when I did this with Karen, I remember some of the parts, but it, as a nurse, I'm like, oh, she's like going through my anatomy. Yes. Like she went through different parts of my body. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, because we love the body. Yeah. And the body already knows what it's supposed to do to heal, right? Mm -hmm. that's, that's how. What I think. That's, <laughs> well, I, I believe that too. Mm -hmm. um, it's how we were created to be. Um, it's just sometimes certain blocks and things get in the way to, um, and behaviors, of course, and mm -hmm. such that will prevent it from doing its natural ability to, to heal or be well. Mm -hmm. um, and, and it's REAP is based on that premise. So going, so a treatment, right, and you, you had experienced that, would be where, you know, if I was working on you, I would be able to feel in my own body what was blocked or what needed extra help in your body. Mm -hmm. And so our viewers know this, the, the way it looked for me as we were in a, a small, very nice small room, doors shut, but lights on, the mm -hmm. window was open, and we were sitting maybe this far apart, maybe even a little farther apart. So we weren't touching. There wasn't right. hands-on. It's not hands-on. We weren't on. even, we were sitting sort of diagonally, so we weren't really even looking at each other. I was like, Karen, what am I supposed to do? She's like, whatever you want. So <laughs> I was like, I can't visualize a cone of light coming into my head without, with my eyes open. So is it okay if I close my eyes? Yeah. <laughs> so this is yeah. like how we started, because right. I was, it was very new to me. And right. she was just so chill. Yeah, and um, got, kind of got me settled, but it was you know clothes on, seated yes. in a chair, right, and very relaxed. I had water by my side, and mm -hmm. it was yeah, not at all scary. Yeah, um, but I might have been scary with big assumptions walking in there. Had I you know true, I, I already knew Karen and trusted her, so I knew I would be safe. But it, it's different. It is different. It is different. Yeah. And you're right. You're absolutely right. You can you can sit. You can lie. You know, of course, clothes on. There's no touching, mm -hmm. um, and but it's it's actually a very relaxing experience. Um, whatever you know, sensations you feel are usually just very light mm -hmm. sensations. They don't hurt. You know, it's of course again non-invasive, um, and um, I like to think of it as like a massage for your organs mm -hmm. and for your, your body system, your tissues and your muscles and, and yeah. And because that's kind of how it all started for me too. Mm -hmm. So. Well, all I know is after like the, she, I forget how she worded it. Like she broke the connection. Yes. Like, mm -hmm. I just couldn't stop talking. I was like, <laughs> and this happened, that happened. <laughs> sharing your experiences from just, it. Yeah, yeah. Just like all this stuff came out that was sort of in there, but didn't didn't have structure or voice. And it yeah. just like, um, and the person I was talking to about earlier, he talks about it almost like inserting a syringe and sucking out the toxins. Yes. Uh, yeah. That was the image that he talked about. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> with REAP, when you're doing that, that energy work, it's, it's almost like um, 
you, you're not necessarily sucking anything out <laughs> of the energy, yeah. but it's whatever was there is dissolving okay. you know, or transforming. Yeah. Um, transmuting, if you want, and purifying. Like all, all of that kind of thing is happening. So you have that for your, for your well-being, right? You're having a treatment. It's to help your well-being um, and your health, physical, emotional, mental, all of that. Mm -hmm. it's, it's there for you. But on a much larger scale, what's happening is the client or you are starting to become more aware of you mm -hmm. of your authentic self and that's mm -hmm. probably why you started talking so much that you are becoming aligned mm -hmm. with your true self which is why alignment is in reap mm -hmm. right? so remote energetic alignment. alignment process right yeah so that's what's happening on the on the bigger scale okay. of it yeah very cool. Yeah. So, it, the, so the difference then between REAP and Reiki, can you ex explain that? Because I know a lot of people have been on here to talk about mm -hmm. Reiki and being Reiki masters. What's the difference? Um, with Reiki, you're not, you can, but you're not necessarily trained to use your intuition specifically to read the body, okay. read the organs, get information about the story, um, communicate. Mm -hmm. You're not, it can happen and a lot of, it, it happened with me mm -hmm. with Reiki and I know there are a lot of other practitioners and master teachers that that happens with. But at least for me, when I was trained, that was never a part of my training. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, we also um, weren't, we were given hands-on locations with Reiki, mm -hmm. but we weren't given um, a body, like um, how to move from one organ of the body to another organ of the body. And it, again, it was, it, it felt re feels much more like it's an inside thing mm -hmm. coming out, where Reiki feels more like it's an outside thing going in. Okay. So, yeah. And again, I, I still love Reiki. I still use Reiki. Mm -hmm. um, so it's, it's not, it's another. just another yeah. tool, exactly, yeah. exactly. Now, as a teacher, how, how do you, I try not to ask two questions at once. <laughs> <laughs> um, the short questions. How do you identify a, a candidate to be taught? And, a student. Yeah. And how do you, and how long does it take to acquire the skill? I can identify them. Well, first of all, I, I generally, people who come to me who mm -hmm. want to learn are identified by nature. Mm -hmm. um, I do believe that um, the this, this students appear because they're ready. Mm-hmm, okay. Um, but so they've I'll, heard about it or they... They've heard about it, but... Experienced it? They've experienced it. A yeah. lot of um, students had been clients before. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
generally, if they have a, an intuitive ability, mm -hmm. they don't have to be super intuitive, you know, using it all the time, but there's something that they know. Um, and they want to know more about energy mm -hmm. and how it works and how it works on them specifically. Mm -hmm. Those are generally candidates who, who are great for REAP mm -hmm. because they don't have to want to heal. Um, they, they might just want to know more for themselves. I have probably 65% of those that I have taught are not practitioners. Oh wow! Yeah, they just they just want it for themselves. So you can do the reap process on yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Like with Reiki. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. So once a person is is a student and they they whether or not they want to practice it, but I I'm guessing if they're actually in the field practicing, they may want to have a greater level of confidence. Right. Is that true? So yep. how long does it take them to? get up to snuff. <laughs> well, the, the, the course itself yeah. um, is, it's 12 hours mm -hmm. of training. Okay. Um, in person, I have weekend intensive training courses, mm -hmm. um, but a lot of the people that I teach are not um, in Massachusetts. Mm -hmm. So um, I, I do an online course and we meet for two hours each once a week for six weeks. Okay. Um, and that's enough to teach the, at least the first level, I haven't gone into the second level yet, <laughs> um, to, to teach them the basics of how to use it. At the end, there's a practicum in order to become certified. And they do need to take what they've learned and work on another person, a volunteer, mm -hmm. of course, um, and experience it from beginning to end. Mm -hmm. You know, and share that experience with me, and that way I can talk to them about, um, you know, what they may might improve with on, and um, where their strengths lie. And that and kind of thing. And when you say share beginning to end, you mean share. A, a treatment session? Uh-huh. Well, a, not in, just write it out. Yeah. So a single treatment session. Yeah, okay. I recommend that they do at least two, though. Okay. Um, if more is better, always. Yeah. However, using, as a practitioner, or even using it on yourself, it, it really does, you, you get much better with time. Yeah. and practice like anything else yeah. yeah so it it you know you can be ready to go and give treatments um on other people after the the course mm -hmm. after you become certified um depending especially depending on your level of comfortability mm -hmm. but the more you use it you know the the better you become and um, even the more expansive the practitioner might end up being with their confidence and knowledge and abilities to um, intuit. Mm -hmm. So, 
when somebody goes for treatment, um, wants to experience a treatment, do you ever recommend the amount of times that they go? Like the one, I think with Karen, I, I did just 30 minutes. It was a shorter, she does, I think she does longer sessions. Um, do you recommend like repeat once a month or does it really vary depending on the circumstances? It really varies depending on the circumstances. So one yeah. can be helpful? Oh. More is better, generally? Yeah. Okay. Right, right. Yeah, no, one can be very helpful. It can be, you know, very transformative. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, we're, we're complex beings. And mm. I think that with um, each session, you know, you're kind of like going into a whole nother layer and working on that and, and uh, just evolving even more so. But at least with the larger, the bigger picture of the benefits of, of having a REAP session, that awakening and awareness that of your authentic self, who you really are, and alignment with that begins right away. And it's just, it's just something that continues. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, and I call it like you're planting the seed yeah, oh, I yeah, love which, that. Which yeah. again, reap reap has applies to so many <laughs> different aspects within this method, but it's it's like you're planting a seed, mm -hmm. and then you know that that seed then you're you're reaping what has been sown. Yeah. So oh, I didn't I didn't catch that before. Yeah. I love that. That's a lot. Yeah. It. Um, I'm getting a, a a signal now that we're almost out of time. Okay, okay. <laughs> getting a message. Uh. Um, and I do want to ask you um, about um, the title of our show is The Totally Well Show. Yes. And I'm curious to hear, you know, in the next, say, two minutes, we have to talk uh, two or three minutes about what are the top things it takes for you to be totally well in your life. Meditation is number one. Yeah. Um, my my morning meditation ritual is absolutely necessary for me to feel um, well personally. Mm -hmm. um, and um, I would say secondary, um, letting go of worry, which isn't easy. Mm -hmm. You know, we are we're we're as human beings, we tend to worry a lot. And I believe that that puts a lot of stress on our minds and our bodies and such. So doing what we can to let go of worry, and that would probably lead me to the third thing, which is to trust. Mm -hmm. And I do trust very much in a, um, a bigger power, a higher power, a bigger purpose. Um, that will always kind of lead us to where we need to go and help us out when we need help. Of course, that was my initial, oops, that was my initial experience that got me on this path. Mm -hmm. So it's my natural inclination to go there mm -hmm. and trust. I can see how the, the REAP method and some of the other work that you do is in, intuitive and your shamanic practice mm -hmm. and um, uh, to help people heal it so that they can trust. I, I heard a good expression, if I can get it right, 
are you going where you're looking or are you looking where you're going? Mm. And you are going where you're looking. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's very clear. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and the universe has got your back. Yeah, yeah, that's it. It does. Yeah. yeah. I believe that very much so. It's proven true every time. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing what you do. It's thank fascinating. You so much. Thank and it's you. it's definitely goes far beyond the, the books of um, that I read in nursing school and the other things that I do that are more um, like physics-based that are this yes. or that. Um, but really, it is quantum physics, right? It's it is. <laughs> oh, no, it is. <laughs> so yeah. um, so uh, I'm really happy that I got to have a little bit more insight and learning about it. I am and, too. Um, we'll have you back and talk more because this time went fast. I know it really did. I really enjoy talking about it, obviously. And yeah. I thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. I appreciate it. Yeah.